This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. This is Optimal Relationships Daily, Episode 434. How to Be a Media Mentor for Your Child by Julie Morgenstern of juliemorgenstern.com. Howdy, old friend, and welcome to the show where I narrate content exclusively dedicated to relationships. I'm your host, Joss Marie, and given that relationships are a huge category, you can tune in for all sorts of topics that include dating, friendships, marriage, parenting, or even how to improve the relationship you have with yourself. And today, I'm super excited to narrate a parenting post from a new author on the show, Julie Morgenstern. Julie is an organizing consultant, speaker, and New York Times bestselling author. I'm especially eager to narrate this article because I know how much influence technology has over our kids and families today. And I'm sure many of you mamas out there feel the same way. So without further ado, let's get right into it and start optimizing your life. How to Be a Media Mentor for Your Child by Julie Morgenstern of juliemorgenstern.com We have become a nation of phone zombies. Everywhere I go, people are looking at their phones. On street corners, park benches, in line at the grocery store, waiting for the subway, even while out to dinner with other people. Do you reach groggily for your phone before you do anything else in the morning? You're not alone. According to the latest Pew Research, 95% of Americans own some kind of cell phone. And 77% of us have a smartphone, up from just 35% in 2011. If you're between the ages of 30 and 49, there's close to a 90% chance that you have a smartphone. We are so mindlessly connected to our devices, constantly checking email, texts, social media, that it's hurting our ability to be present for anything. Surely, you've seen the reports that show cell phone addiction can alter the way your brain functions. From the parent's perspective, it's understandable. Parents are so overloaded that they feel the need to fill every micro-moment with another task, another phone call, another connection. And let's be honest, being a parent has many joyful moments, but parts of it are also boring, and the temptation to just take a quick look at Twitter or Instagram can be hard to resist. Those quick hits of social media can also make us feel less isolated. But think of it from the perspective of your child. When a parent is on a device, the child makes assumptions about where he falls in the pecking order. So. How do we use all the wonderful gadgets and devices at our fingertips to help us, not distract us? How do we ensure that our children don't become addicted to technology? If they see you cradling your phone 24-7, is it any wonder why it's a problem? Just like table manners and four-letter words, kids imitate what their parents do. If you want your kids to have a healthy relationship with technology, you must model it yourself. Here's how. Number one. Create household technology rules that promote intentional use. 
Consider establishing a new household norm that encourages all family members to park their phones in a special landing dock. It could even be a big, beautiful box placed in a prominent location near your entryway. During designated times, everyone can retrieve their phones from the docking station. The physical separation will be hard at first, but persist. It can make it easy for everyone to be present and more conscious about their use of technology. Number two, make conscious choices about what you use technology for and when. Maybe because you work on a screen all day, you read paper books at night. Maybe while playing a board game, if one of the players has a question, the rule in your house is don't Google it. Instead, stay connected to the people at the table, relying on memory alone. On vacation, pull out an old school map or ask for directions instead of relying on apps like Waze. It's amazing what you'll notice when your head isn't buried in your screen. Number three, set rules on screen time and stick to them. Be bold and stand tall in decisions about when and for what purpose your kids can use devices such as iPads and cell phones. It's a slippery slope because today's devices can be used for homework, social media, and entertainment. It's not as if technology is bad, but you know better the dangers of digital addiction than your kids. Don't throw your hands up and surrender. Number four, expect pushback. Technology is physiologically addictive, so don't be surprised when your kids balk or throw tantrums when you say time's up. Think of it like cotton candy. No matter how much they scream for more, at a certain point you just say no because you, the adult, know it's not good for them. And number five, plan a three-day technology detox for the whole family. Lots of families, I might even argue most families, have a less than healthy relationship to technology. So invest in a reset. During this three-day detox, plan activities that involve a full-body experience. Go for a hike, have a catch, play board games, make pasta from scratch, rediscover your love of crafts. It will be difficult. You may feel anxious. You will definitely want to check your phone just for a second. Tolerate the discomfort. Soon enough, your brain and your family's brains will find a different gear where you don't need the technology hit. Media mentorship begins at birth, and Zero2Three.org offers a very practical and insightful suite of tools called ScreenSense, which recommends ways to manage screen time for young children. The American Academy of Pediatrics is also an outstanding resource that continuously monitors the research on the impact of screen time and puts out guidelines for appropriate media use at different ages. Their recommendations are based on brain development and social-emotional needs. You can also check out their wonderful online tool to help families create their own media use plans. Yes, you can be a digital media mentor for your child. You may even benefit in the process. You just listened to the post titled, How to Be a Media Mentor for Your Child, by Julie Morgenstern of juliemorgenstern.com. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. 
Download the new Bumble now. All I can say is I can totally relate. Sometimes it seems that everyone we see is connected to some kind of screen or device. And isn't it sad that a lot of this can be a default or mindless process that's done out of habit? Cell phone addiction is a real thing. And as parents, we have a duty to help our young kids to be more conscious about how they can use technology. As a stay-at-home mama, there's always things that I'm trying to improve upon. But not being on my phone when I'm with Talon Colby is one thing that I can really pat myself on the back for. I prioritize spending quality time with Talon Colby, and I believe that active listening is a huge part of that quality time. I don't know how I could possibly be a good active listener if I'm splitting my attention between my littles and my phone. So I make it a huge priority to detach myself from my phone for the most part when I'm with them. And hopefully this will have a positive impact on them in the long run. And just real quick, if you'd like more parenting tips from Julie, you can actually join her Balanced Parent Newsletter, which we have a link to in the original blog post. But with that, let's wrap up today's episode. Thanks so much for listening, and I'll see you again tomorrow with another parenting post from Joshua Becker, where your optimal life awaits. Hello, Life Optimizer. This is Justin Mollick, creator and producer of this podcast, but also Optimal Living Daily, the show where I read to you from even more blogs covering finance, productivity, minimalism, personal development, and more from incredible bloggers like Derek Sivers, Zen Habits, Mark and Angel, The Minimalists, and all the ones you hear on this show too. So if you enjoyed today's episode and like taking amazing blogs on the go, come on over to Optimal Living Daily and subscribe to that one too. And together, we'll start optimizing your life. You've been listening to Optimal Living Daily. Be sure to hit the subscribe button to stay up to date on each new episode and head to oldpodcast.com. That's oldpodcast.com for a free gift as well as more actionable tips and resources to help you maximize your potential. Thanks for joining us. And remember, your optimal life awaits.